When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 936 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today by JD Raider, Ben Funky Askren, and you, especially you, and thankfully you, on this Thursday, where we've got a lot of Final X to discuss still. We only got to really in depth 57, 65, 74, uh, and. On the men's freestyle side, and that was that was pretty 86, much a little bit of sixty-one, little bit, little bit, little bit, just a, a sampling, a, a morsel, a little bit there. Ben, okay. how was Utah? Uh, I had a great time. They uh, they put me up at Sundance the first day. Um, this is Vector Wrestling Camp. They ran a quality camp, and then guess what? I got to play some disc golf. I whooped Brock Hardy's ass in some disc golf. He showed up. He wanted some smoke. Oh, <laughs> Brock Hardy. Yeah, super nice guy. We we got to work out too. It was a lot of fun. What? Oh, you worked out with him? Yeah, I think he's got the itch for some disc golf. Though it seems like he, you know, he really likes it, wants to throw. So, uh, oh yeah, fun. I think he's. uh, I'm probably going to Finland with Keegan for the U23 Worlds. I told uh, old old Brock to bring his discs because Finland loves disc golf. It's their national sport. They do? No. Yeah, it's the national sport. They do national sport. uh, National sport. I love it. I saw, you know, I was on my feed on Instagram. This girl was talking about how Finland's not real. So you, if you go there, what? You need, yeah, it's not real. It's just water. I think I mean, I've never actually flat seen that. That's worse than flat earthers. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I need you to confirm if it's real. I need Bracky to to say for some smoke on this conspiracy theory. Okay. More real, hey, Finland or birds? Got... Yeah, honestly. Bracky never showed up. This man, he left like three years ago, and he says he's gonna come back. He came back one time, one Let time. Show up for work. It's really sad. It is really sad. I expected better. Um, hey, I'm considering going to U17. I'm probably going to U17, U20, and U23 Worlds. All of them. Are we gonna? You guys should go too. We could do like live onset shows. What do you think? That does sound fun. Uh, I don't think it's gonna Wanna happen. Go? But uh, <laughs> no, you're gonna Who go to, you to U20s. I don't know yet. It's TDB. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, Can you send Bader on one of them? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying send that to him. I'm just saying that to bother you at this point, Ben. Okay, good. Send Bader, please. Okay. Consider it done. Uh, where do you want to start, Ben? What are you, where are you itching to discuss? Uh, you know what? The one thing I, I feel like that we didn't hit on Monday, uh, Adeline Gray. Yes. Um, I feel like it was a freaking transformation i know she only had kids um i believe it was less than a year ten ago months. 10 months uh 10 months and she showed up at us open and she didn't really look that good she almost lost the semi she kind of got killed in the final three weeks later she looked way better and then this time she looked even better and she avenged um you know i don't want to say she got embarrassed but you know kennedy really put it on the us open finals and she avenged those losses twice uh winning kind of in the closing seconds in the first one and then pinning her in the second one. So hopefully she can continue continue this trajectory and just keep getting better into worlds. Yeah, I mean, it, it is insane. I mean, you watch the open and you're like, This is this it? I mean, is it or yeah. certainly it for this year? 
And then trials after trials, I was fully and the entire mm, yep. team was fully like this. This blades thing is going to be a thing. Throw the yep. U.S. Open out, and Kennedy's still ob- very obviously right there. But I think if matches are in the margins for for Adeline and Kennedy, it's going to almost yep. always favor Adeline because she's just a little bit headier at this point and um, so seasoned. I mean that. I knew she got a last second takedown, but I didn't realize it was at, at the time because I was on the other map. But I didn't realize it was there was a seven second restart, and she was able to get yeah. it because normally it's like the flow of everything. Or it's like no, it got stopped with seven seconds to go, and yeah, that was that was a crazy. That was probably the craziest finished of of Final X was was Adeline yeah. getting that win over Kennedy, and then. You know, she had to dig deep in the second match as well and gets gets the pinfall yeah. of uh, Kennedy. And it's, it's huge impact for, for Adeline as she's, I mean, meddled every time she's gone except for the Olympic Games in 16. She's just pretty automatic there. Now you got to figure she's yeah. going to be able to get a medal and qualify and get the, the sit out to the trials finals. Because, yeah, going to the Open when you had this seen her compete for a while, it's like, well, you know, is this – age and she's she is getting older right everyone's getting old sometimes she's 32 now yeah and you know kennedy's young i think kennedy's 20 21 somewhere in there mm-hmm. you know and we have this crop of really good upper weight women coming through and it's like okay is she you know aging and and these guys once because i told mitchell this the other day i said uh he gets mad when i beat him still i said but here's the bad thing mitchell once you beat me i'm never gonna beat you again i'm getting older yeah. You're getting better. Once you beat me, once you get over the hump, I never get it back ever. You know, and generally that's what we see when the young guy, when the young person beats the old person, the young people just have it forever, you know? So that was kind of one of the things like, okay, did Kennedy get her? And now she's going to have her forever. And for Adelaide to do this, I mean, it puts her in great position for 2024 because mm-hmm. ideally she gets a medal and then she sits out and she has a huge leg up on all these younger women going into 2024. She doesn't have to push out Diamond Guilford. Yeah, three times. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. avoids, you know, our deepest weight. Uh, eh, I'll say our. It was. Our, I think it was our deepest weight. Um, we, I think it was our deepest weight. Absolutely. Yeah, because you had Kennedy, you had Kylie, you had Diamond, yep, um, who, who, McCoy, sure. Ed, who have all been Final X. So that's yep. It is an incredible leg up, and it is an insane story to have twins yes. ten months ago, and you know everything that goes along with having children and nourishing them that's it that has a it's just a weird thing to think about <laughs> that's a funny way to say it yeah i'm trying to i got cr- you though crass here but um that has a that has a, an impact on how you can feed yourself and feel good and it's it's a weird thing and man you got to figure she's only going to be getting better as she gets further out from from having the the twins it's a pretty incredible story yeah, I think moms everywhere are going to be mad at Adeline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no more excuses. It's harder to get back in shape, and she's out here making world teams. That's a fair point. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's an incredible – I feel like this is like an insane like marketing opportunity for her. It's like for – Yeah, for real. Um, so hopefully she's able to make the most of the, that aspect of it, and she mm-hmm. continues to win. So, yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to get there at some point, but good good place to start for sure. Um, okay. Um, yeah, where else do you want to go? Why don't we just kind of go in weight class order of ones we missed? Um, we can glance by the weights uh, in case you had a thought on things we didn't discuss yesterday, but 57, I feel like we pretty much exhausted that. Yeah, we talked about that a lot. A lot. You know, See, I mean, the, the one topic, and I know I brought this up, but oh my God, how many of these dudes are going to be at 57 next year? 57 is going to be freaking wild, and Zane needs to go get himself a medal so he makes his life way easier and he can sit out yeah i i think um yeah if he can do that i i did a video yesterday about this topic just like i i actually think we have a depth issue at 57 um right now we don't we're we're gonna have guys that are gonna go there and give it a shot but i think um the what what i basically said in that video was you look at 2021 you think about nick soriano and spencer lee and dayton fix and Vito and gilman and now, I think for Gilman, Dayton, and Vito, 
you can't you can't say anything other than 57 is no longer their best weight class for for competing right um you can certainly sure. say that for for Vito and Dayton and it's yeah. so you might not be able to say that for Thomas you might not be able to say that for Thomas yeah I don't think but, so for Thomas but um I've heard that this was a, but I get you the cut was a thing Spencer Lee from 2021 to now he's still not healthy Nick Suriano that's gross what about Seth Gross he was down there and threatening a couple years back too Oh yeah, is he going to make his way back down? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nick Soriano, have we seen the improvement there? The trajectory? I haven't. Um, he texted Zane Richards two times leading up to the twenty twenty one trials, and he just lost to him. So, I I think, and I concluded that that video just saying thank goodness for Zane because I think he does. He seems like he's going to be super reliable, and um, I think there's a chance he yeah. can he can bring home a medal. But, what about um what about RBY too? He hasn't wrestled a match yet, but you gotta assume Bro I gotta assume he's going fifty seven next year. Yeah, not for America. Wait, what did I miss? Nothing. What yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean nothing? You just he's, told me he's not wrestling for America and then you told me nothing. I've been alluding spill, to spill this it. for months and months and you months. have not. Where's he been, wrestling for? Not America. That's my opinion. That's what I think's happening. I think we'll JD, find out end of JD, this year. Tell us. Don't look at me. But you two are butt faces. You <laughs> you're, guys you're are, not... You say something like that, and you're not going to freaking finish it off. It's. it's I don't. It's... I might just leave the show right now. I don't even like you two. <laughs> it's not hard to figure out. Um. But yeah, okay. that's why. That's I why we guess. haven't. That's why we haven't seen him. Um. In my opinion, oh. I don't okay. think anything. I don't think anything's final. But I would say. You're not going to see him at 57 kilogram USA Olympic trials. Dang. All right. Dang, indeed. Wow. So, yeah, no depth there. Um, Provided by Roman. International depth, perhaps. Okay. 61. Man, Vito is a human highlight reel. How about the first match? I'm very curious as to if if this was a tactic he attempted to do, but how he ducked under uh, Nishan's shot. Match two. match two. First yeah. shot of match two. He mm-hmm. goes under Nishan's shot and end up, ends up behind him. Yeah. I, it's one of those things that happens so fast. You're like, is that just instincts that he was able yeah. to get under and get behind the elbow the way he did and then turn and hit that far? It, it was it was incredible. Highlight reel move. Very, very skillful. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he did it. Um, yeah, what a way to start that match. and. For real. Man, Nashawn comes back. He gets that takedown and two trap arm guts, and you're like, okay. But no lead is really safe with either of those guys. And um man, I don't I'm I'm so excited to see Vito at Worlds, and I would have been excited to see Nashawn too. But they're also a little scary too, because there are they are so fearless. And it could yeah. it could lead them to a world title, for all I know. I, I feel like sure. I feel like that was a world a world-class match, not just a, a good domestic match. I feel like these are two guys that are at a extremely elite level internationally as well. But there is a level of, you know, defense matters and not giving up fours and big turns matters. Um, yep. Yeah, so I'm, it, I'm curious. It's a little tricky when you think about Vito only has to lose one match potentially. That's what makes me nervous. When you give yeah. up this many points, it's like you maybe give up a four-pointer and a gut wrench and you can't put up seven points on the board. That can make it tough. You could lose to somebody who I think you would beat in the best out of three series. You would lose to or you would beat most times, but if you lose to that guy and then he goes and loses next round in the semis or whatever, they're going home. Yeah, yeah. Um any other thoughts? Man, there were so many. I rewatched match two. There were so many dang stoppages for blood and reviews. So many. So annoying. Everything. Um, but even still, got a standing ovation at the end of it, which was well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, and that that was a standing ovation, not just for Vito, but but Nishan and two guys just letting it fly. Yes, I, I agree. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I got no other comments on that match. 65 we discussed at length 70 
70, Zane, Zane took care of business. Match two was definitely impacted by the fact that he maybe couldn't see everything happening because yeah. of the enormous gash that the burger gave him in, in the end of match one. What was your take on the, uh, um, head, headbutt situation. Well, this is hard. Cause I had this happen to one of my athletes this year where he got what appeared to be intentionally headbutted um, because the other kid was losing. Um, and it's it's tough because on the one side, you want to say, well, that was, he was very clear he headbutted him, right? Let's kick him out or let's, you know, ban him from competition. I, you know, I've seen a lot of things online. But at the other side, it's like, well, this is something that happens in wrestling and it's really hard to prove intent, although, you know, in this case, it looks kind of evident as to what happened. Um, but, you know, how many times has Burrow shot a double leg and his head has impacted someone else's heads? I mean, so many times, right? So yeah. I just feel like, yeah, it's freaking dirty. It feels like that was the intent, but it's really, really hard to prove. Yeah, I would say, well, a couple of things. I, I wouldn't advocate, one, I think it was 100% intentional. Two, I wouldn't advocate for a dq for that um but then why not i mean so if you're saying it, it is intentional christian um the right if if the dq is not the and this is where it's tough because intention makes it hard but if a dq is not the punishment then you you do gain from doing that action right you do gain because say, yeah. you can cuss someone they're out or you know you split them open and they have to do this you know in, in a high school tournament that person is probably not continuing i think right? i think to your it's it's the reason I don't think you DQ is your original point. And it's not this example, but you you when you when you get into the intent business, yes. that's where it gets really tough. And agreed. I don't I, I just think it's something to be avoided. Holy now there's there's difference. A punch is a punch, right? You you kinda know it. Yes. A headbutt with a penetration step, you can kinda you can see a version of what Tyler did, not that version, but a different one where you could say he did this, this, and this. He should be DQ'd, and I think that's where mm -hmm. the less obvious infractions are. You know what what would concern me, and I think Tyler honestly sort of showed his hand when after he did it, and Zane's furious. Tyler basically he's doing this saying. Well, this is retaliatory because you were always putting your hands in my face. He continued to like do this kind of thing, which was like, to me, yeah. said everything. Like this, this was intentional. Um, yeah, and yeah. I don't. So kind I of bet, a dirtbag move. But. Yeah, and I don't think Ty, Tyler's not a dirty wrestler, but you not dirty wrestlers can do dirty things. And I bet he didn't expect to gash his head open. I think he was just probably just trying to knock knock noggins one good time, and then it ended up hitting him in such a way that it's. It was a fat, fat gash on his forehead. Yeah, well, head-on-head head head collisions, <laughs> you know, unless you're up here, like, in the hairline, if it's head-on somewhere, like, in the brow there, man, it's probably causing a gash. I yeah. don't think Tyler was trying to hurt Zane or give him six stitches like mm -hmm. he did, but I also think he knew there was a – 5% chance of him finishing that double. I don't think he was really trying to uh, shoot a legit double to yeah. finish, but at the same time, he still used a wrestling technique. So I don't think you can punish him for it. Well, I think you could go, um, I mean, how about you do this? Contrast that headbutt, no penalty, with the benign singlet grab of Jordan Burroughs. And that that got a point. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a point. weird comparing those two. One well, one is in the rule book. One literally his headbutting not in the rule book. Well, you can't just say headbutt when he shoots a double and Zane level changes yeah. to match his level. Tyler hit a knee. It wasn't like he just put his hands behind his back and Come speared on, him. You know what he was doing. Yeah, uh, but I'm saying if yeah, you use a wrestling technique like that, you can't just right, set a principle not... where you start saying every every time. You hit heads. heads well, this guy shot. It's so he and they hit heads. Well, he needs to be out. You can't. Yeah. That's a that's a slippery slope. Very slippery. I don't know. So I, maybe I hate slippery slope arguments. You give him a slap on the wrist and say, "Hey, watch." But that. then, but you had, you just acknowledged at the beginning. My my thing yeah. was, can you prove intent? And you said you agree with that. 
And so that is the slippery slope because your other the other side of that would be anytime heads collide, we pick whose fault it is and then we punish them. Right? That's yeah. the other side of the argument. Yes. And at the same time, if Zane doesn't stick his face down to block, yeah. Tyler's head is in his chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and honestly, it's also like uh, you know, heads how hard are the heads colliding? Because like in a hand fight, the heads are at a constant somewhat of a collision, right? If but they're in close, it's probably not all that hard. And it's probably both like right here, so it's not a huge deal. Gotcha. Yeah. So that headbutt obviously impacted match two, um, where Berger that all things you know, At the first takedown, both said, matches. He did look good in, in that match. You don't know how much of an impact it was. Um, but the fact that Zane mentioned it, you have to assume it was somewhat of a detriment to him. But ultimately, Zane gets it done. And for him, he's in a good spot with, and I don't know, if, I don't think anyone asked him uh, about Olympic year. But he's in a good spot you at know, 70. I, um. In the press conference, he said, I believe, uh, I think Andy asked him about it. He said, that's later, I think. Okay. So we'll, make that decision I got to assume he's going up because if it, if it was. Really? Uh, you got to go down. Man, if he's going down, I feel like that would start, that process would start so far ahead of time. And like the way he looks right now, he is way too big to make 65. Like if you said Zane, make 65 next week, he wouldn't be able to do it. Kyle Dake put Jason off six feet under with the chest wrap. You yeah. got to go down. You got to go down. You yeah. think he wrestles I mean, with Nick Lee, and if that if that goes goes well for him, you're like, I suck it up here for yeah. a year, or not even a year. It would only be it. 11 months. For sure, it would, be, it would not be fun. It would be terrible. But at the yeah. same time, you know if you can make the weight that's where you have the best shot at not just making the team, but, but a medal. He struggled 65 day before. When's the last now time he did 65 day up or has he? I don't think he has. When did him and Yanni wrestle off? That was day before, right? 19. That was not day. 19 was not day before. Yeah, 19 it was? was. Yeah, it was. No, no, no. Sure. 19 was day of. I'm trying to think. You oh know, JD might be right. Um, I'm almost positive. Well, wait, no, no, no. It 100% was day of. Because Jordan, Jordan Burroughs. showed his bare butt at the rail yard. He certainly did. Um, oh, my was, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% it was day of. Okay. So, but yeah. Then also, but that was four but years ago. But he also did it at trials as well, Olympic trials. He went 65. Yeah. So, he's done it. Uh, okay. He hasn't had the results he maybe wanted. He did it when he beat um, Yanni in the special wrestle off as well. I think, I think down is is the choice. I mean, he's gonna be ranked number one in the world going into worlds. He's gonna be a a, a favorite yeah. to win it all. The guy that beat him is wrestling Greco. Is that what I read from Kozak? Yes. Yeah. Classic. Why? That guy's kind of a savage. Yeah, he's good. I don't know why. He because hmm. he been there, done that on freestyle. <laughs> Let's go conquer Greco now. Man. That's yeah, wild. so I don't know about that. I, I personally think he will go down for for this for this one opportunity. He obviously can make it, right? It's you know, twenty nineteen, that's a couple of years out of college for him. Twenty twenty one is um a couple of years out, a couple more years yeah. out. So I don't know. He's done it. I uh, there could be a point where maybe it's not realistic. Seventy's obviously his best weight. But I even think it took a little bit for him to build up into that. I, I think we saw it sep- the September trials. I thought he looked small. Now I feel like he's full on seventy. But even even still, Berger's a little bit bigger. So I don't know what he'll decide. It'll be interesting. I think a lot will depend how he does it at seventy. But I would predict him going down. Okay. I mean, the, the idea it it is listen. Um, it's almost. Fiction to, to think he could go up to 74. One, be, he's going to be undersized. Go undersized and run the gauntlet against... Just think about... He's going to have to 
face at least two or three uh, no, of these guys. I, yeah, I listen. If we're saying what's his best opportunity, yeah, obviously it's sixty-five. I'm not. I'm not making any debate there at all. I'm just saying it's like sometimes you know. And I guess James Green would be an example. It's like mm-hmm. you know, at seventy, he was very elite, and I guess he did make sixty-five. He just didn't make it, and it was terrible. You know, the difference I would say is Zane has made it and had success at sixty-five. He hasn't won world yeah, medals, but he never did. And, and James never did. Every time James made it, you'd be like, oh my gosh, he should never even attempt this because he looks so different from 70. And we have, to this point, we haven't seen that from Zane. But it'll be, it'll be interesting. I think he is one of the more fascinating, which way does he go questions because yeah. if he goes down, he is on the short list of guys that can make that team, right? Oh, 100%. If he goes up, I don't think that's the conversation. So, um, as uncomfortable as it'll be, it, it does seem like it's the it's the best option for him. Yeah, that's true. And the reason it's it's best option is this guy Kyle Dake is just ridiculous, and so he ridiculous. apparently maybe is getting better still. And I thought it was a real message that he shut Jason Nolf down in two straight matches, and Nolf didn't score a single point against yes. him after a year ago. He was leading at the break for both matches, Jason Dolph. And in this yeah. one, com- completely different. Uh, ben, your thoughts? Yeah. I, I, I think I said this on uh, I think I said this on Monday. Is He just looks so freaking good. Um, it was really, really impressive because I think Nolf is probably a top five guy in the world. Um, yeah, he looks great. Uh, I don't know much else to say besides that. Yes. Um, now, what the chest wrap position. What were your thoughts there? Because you texted me during it. You thought Nolf might have even gone out in that position. No, I didn't say that. I think you said that. Did I? I think so. So uh, someone else. Someone else said that it was not definitely not me. me. Um, no, I think. Uh, I think you know he had he was on the single. He drove up. Nolf got that so tight, and I I think. Uh, sorry, Dake got it so tight. I think Nolf thought, "Oh my god, I'm about to get bombed," and he tried like like slipping backwards out mm. of it. And as he tried slipping backwards out of it, he kind of just got crunched. Yeah. Hard. Oh, wait. I know who said right it. Never mind. Right here. I think he tried to slip, like, slip backwards out of it right there. And then he just got squished. Yeah. It was yeah. it was such a, a wild position. Um, because I've never seen anyone really react in that way to a chest wrap. <clears throat> yeah. Which I just think it speaks to the power. And then he goes to the, to the trap arm and then match officially over. Um. Yep. And then in ma- match two was a little more subdued, even still. Uh, in- any other thoughts? No. Dick is uh, so elite. It'll be interesting to see if um, Russia can bring anyone to challenge him this year. Do, do we expect Sitikov, right? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. This year? Yeah. I don't think Russia's going to be there. You don't? I do not know. Interesting. Um, I had heard uh, at Final X, like, some of the talk around USA is, like, Russia is just going to kind of lay low and just hope they can get Olympics. into the Olympic Games. So maybe Also, oh, they're not going this year? I don't know. There still has not been an official uh, proclamation way. from UWW either way. Plus, technically, you're supposed to have to wrestle at your Continentals to be able to qualify. Mm. Obviously, Russia did not. Um, maybe they go to, like, U17, U20 Worlds, test the waters. Um, one, I think they did. It, it would it would cause some some uproar in Europe. Because um, yeah. the, the war is still very much a thing. But I, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, they're going to, like, they kind of realize that it maybe wouldn't go so well if they went this year, so don't cause a stink this year. Kick the hornet's nest. Yeah, kick it down the road another year for what they, what people care about more, mm-hmm. Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not, though. Um, the IOC basically said they could if UWW lets them. So Interesting. So Have, Has Russia competed, uh, and I only really watch wrestling MMA, have they competed in other world championships, um, you know, other Olympic sports? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm no kind of like no you. 
I don't watch any <laughs> yeah. other sports either. Uh, I right, think I can't remember. There was one sport that said that they could compete, and then it uh, there was, was it like judo. It was something like that, and it did. There were like protests. <laughs> hmm. I just typed judo Russia. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh -oh. Apparently, the Ukrainians were none too pleased. Uh, Ukrainian Federation alleges that Russian judokas are registered for championships in Qatar are active servicemen. So, yes. So, they're like, no, you got... So, not only is Russia in it, they're saying one of the distinctions was, hey, you can be in these international competitions, but you can't have been, like, pro-war or, like, in the military, whatever. Yes. And so, Ukraine is like, you've got people that were active servicemen in, involved so it was it was judo which i think is like putin's sport does he like judo yes yeah, he does he's a judo it. guy uh, judaki is that what they're called judoka judoka mm-hmm okay um next up what do we got uh zahid valencia 86 oh 80 oh yeah 86 Forgot we I mean, didn't we talk talked about, about it a little bit, but we didn't talk deeply. I don't know if you want to go back over it. And, Why don't you talk deeply? Uh, well, we talked. We talked about. Uh, you know, I think David is uh, is clearly better than Aaron. Something we were wondering about, and something we talked about because we thought maybe you know Aaron feels as though or thinks he can get the better of him, given the fact that he didn't go up to ninety two because now Aaron's in a position where he beat the guy who's representing America at ninety two kilograms at the U.S. Open a couple weeks ago. Um, and, you know, I think David, uh, he proved he's still a step ahead. Although the second match was really competitive. And I said, I think it was at the close of the show, and we kind of ran out of time, that uh, that challenge put him two scores away. And I, I didn't really like the challenge because I thought it wasn't super evident. You know, it was like, it was a close one. And generally on those close ones, I feel like they, it's not very frequently that they reverse themselves when it's really, really close. They did in Yanni Nick Lee, that's for darn sure. That is true, yeah. Um, I actually knew you were saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm like he's gonna say Yanni Nickley. Damn it! <laughs> Aaron was very underhook heavy match one, and went away from that in match two. And if you look at his shots, they're mostly kind of from the outside. The ones that he finished on David, um, kind of with yeah. relative ease too, which I found to be very interesting. Um, David is. Yeah has had plenty of experience defending underhook, obviously, with Yazdani being his big rival. And I think that showed. And when Aaron was like, basically, oh, yeah, this dude's really good at defending underhook and went away from that in match two, it actually played out better. Yeah, I mean, I, I went back and rewatched match one, and I couldn't find, like, a legit leg attack from Aaron really in the match. He was so hand fight focused. Um, I, I didn't understand the tactic. And the one shot I thought he took was actually just a snap from David that he like kind of snapped down and he sort of reached for the leg and David reattacked him. I thought it was a, it was a good hand fighting performance from David, honestly, because he was able to yes. to not only just keep Brooks's uh, hand fight at bay, but also control center well, get the shot clocks, and then. He converted the the reattack to the to the lace and yeah it was a, it was a really clean performance there. Whereas it got a little more much more of a fight in in match two. But I will say there were a few attacks where David got in really deep and I was super impressed with the hips and the defense of Aaron Brooks because yes. I've just seen David just suck in, especially from the head outside position, yes, and finish with such reliability against the best of the best. Yeah, yeah, and Aaron was able to get to that, uh, get to the back ankle, and, and give him some hips and, and stop it. Do you okay? So here's my question: Headed into 2024, is it close enough that Aaron could surpass him by Olympic trials? I'm gonna say no, because it's also likely that David will be sitting out, and Aaron's gonna have to go to the mini tournament, mm -hmm. and he's gonna have. Two or three or four, probably three or four tough matches, and then I got to go Russell David the next day. So I'm, I'm going to say no. Match two was close enough that it is, it's possible. You think it's possible? If Aaron comes smart, Russell's a 
good match. Sure, I definitely, obviously not picking it right now, but yeah. another year of development under a young guy like Aaron Spelt, giving him a chance for sure. I just, for me, it's anytime you're in a a, a match with David Taylor, you it feels like you just got to have a pretty high point scoring potential and a lot of ways to score. Or yes. you have to be Kyle Dake, and you can just absolutely shut down every aspect of him, which is like there's there's no one that's Kyle. There's Dake. there's been one person ever to do that. Even when Jordan was could beat him, that it wasn't like just a controlled thing. It was mm-hmm. the there were exchanges because Dayton or David is just sort of undeniably going to score, and I'm not sure if Aaron can get to that point uh, in a year, less than a year. Yes. right? It's June. It's going to be in April. I think. He's just he's gonna get close, but getting on the other side of that is gonna be it's gonna be a real challenge. Um it yeah. does appear that Aaron's got next. That that is evident to me. And Agreed. I think he's gonna be a contender. Um I think the, he'd be a contender right now for a world medal, for sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's I mean David said he's like listen, he's a world champion level wrestler. He's just gotta go through me. What where do you put in the Team USA pecking order, is David our our best guy? Yeah, I was actually thinking about maybe this. it's well, Gable. Uh, it could be Gable. I was actually thinking about Dake though. If Dake continues on his trajectory, could he be? Could he become like the goat of America? I mean, there's one Kyle Snyder there who's been doing it. That too. I guess longer, I don't longer than about, both of them. The day I was. The day I was thinking about it, I was thinking about, well, if Sedge Alive comes back. Because, you know, Kyle Snyder has not been able to clear that hurdle yet. So if Sedge Alive comes back, that's going to really limit the amount of world championships. If Sedge Alive doesn't come back, then I think Kyle Snyder could probably just keep winning. But Dake, man, he just looks so good. And um, I think without Russia there, and even with Russia, he could still win. But without Russia there, I think it's more certain that he wins. So I... The case for Dake is he's won the last two world titles. Um, he's kind of had a stranglehold. He had to go through Burroughs to, to make this team. That's a that's a real statement. But the case yeah. for David, I think, has incredible longevity where this guy really, since 2017, has one loss. It, I throw Drew Foster out, and he lost yeah, to, of course. And, of course and he lost to um, Yazdani, who he is 4-1 and one against. And had no four and two, huh? No, you're at four one, four one. My bad. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, an elite guy that he's lost to one time. He won the Olympic Games. That was the real test. Dake lost to the guy. He got teched by the guy who got. I'm sorry, he was dominated by Sitikov. Kadi Magomedov was dominated by Sitikov. If you watch yeah, that yeah, match, yeah, for sure. So for sure. that says he was not. At that time, he was not the best guy at that weight, and then he won Worlds without the two best guys at his bracket. Whereas with David, and this is not fair to Kyle Dake, David was in the the bracket with the best guy, Yazdani, for only political reasons, but it is just true. So to me, I think David maybe has the case to be the pound-for-pound number one guy. I mean, you could say Gable, but Gable, you know, he took a year— he hasn't done it as years long, off, really, and he took he didn't wrestle twenty one worlds. worlds. Yes, so for that reason, I kind of think it's it, it is David Taylor the number one. I do the domestic rankings. I have David number one. I think you guys are sleeping on Snyder. I have him number two. Yeah, because you said he didn't get over the uh, such life hump, but he did. He beat like arguably one of the greatest of all time. That was in twenty seventeen. Yeah, I know. Run. Guess what? David Taylor wasn't even making world teams in 2017. And uh, Kyle Good Snyder point. had been doing it for several years before that, I, too. Well, but the thing is, like, if, you, if you're making a ranking from, like, 15 to, like, 18, 19, I think 100% Kyle Snyder ahead of him. But since that time, David's beaten up. Well, I put David ahead of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, then we agree. But I, I think Snyder ahead of Dake is probably the right call. And it's interesting when you have an absolute GOAT in the way of the guy and, and weighing that, right? Um, yeah, I think Snyder is is a little 
slept on. I, I think he's fine at two. Now, Snyder has taken a couple other losses in his very that long true. career. That's true. That's the other thing. He lost to... It's not just... If he only lost to Sajalayev. He did avenge his Mohammedan loss. Yes. That um, was wild. Mohammedan yeah. just came out. He must have been just on so many steroids that weekend. He smashed everybody. Well, you know that was his he first competition so back. Up. Yeah. Post-USADA suspension. Or not USADA. Seriously. Uh, WADA, WADA suspension. That was wild. Remember what he did to Bo Nickel? <laughs> that was so wild. That was he, so crazy. He beat Bo Nickel down to, to 86 kilograms. So bad. He's like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah, that was, oh my that God. Was nuts. That was holy. I mean, he, he didn't he check Kyle that weekend. He pinned him. But he was, uh, oh he would have teched him if he didn't pin him right there. Yeah. Yes. He teched him. That was him. the most <laughs> insane thing ever. Yeah, that was, that was like, what is this? That was then, weird. What the heck? Yeah. Um, but then he wasn't really the same guy. But also, it, part of it is also Kyle doesn't have, Kyle Snyder doesn't have the domestic opponents he needs. Like, he doesn't have, you know, Kyle Dake beat Jordan. I mean, we thought we, he was going to get the Jaden wins. He does have two Jaden wins now. Well, under he did. He beat him at the rudest thing. Yep, he beat him twice. That definitely helped. Yeah. But for the most part, to make the World Olympic team, it, it's been a foregone conclusion that he will make yes. it. So we kind of forget. But, I mean, this man has never, since 2015, made every team. He's made every team and always brought home a medal. Yeah. Four and, times gold. And what do you think? He said he wants to wrestle till, and he's been consistent on this. In 2015, he's like, I want to wrestle till my 40s. And Saturday or Friday, he said, I want to wrestle till I'm 45. That's still my goal. That's all. I was thinking about this. I'm 39. I kind of still want to wrestle. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I took two meters off, but I'm not quite as good as Kyle Snyder right now. But it's like, I don't know. It's kind of fun. And it's uh, sometimes I, I, uh, I get sad that. Uh, we couldn't have had better funding when I was an athlete. Because I don't know, I might have never fought anyone. I might have just kept wrestling because wrestling's so much fun. Um, and Kyle Snyder gets to go live my dream. So yeah, great. it would help if you were ninety seven kilos too. Yeah, that would help. You're a you're a tweener for Olympics for sure. I would say for man, think how much a tweener you would be freaking with day of weight. Oh, I would just wrestle. I would have to wrestle seventy nine. Seventy nine, eighty six. The Olympics. Um. So. Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, Kyle Snyder wrestling till forty five. That's uh, who's going to beat him? Aiden Sinclair, bro. If if not, I mean, it might be a while. Who is going to beat him? I mean, who is Ben I Keeter? Mean, does ben Aaron going to play football? Let's be d- serious. Does Aaron Brooks grow out of eighty six at Good some one. point? Does I mean in in the gap there, man? Oh my gosh! Because it's going to be a it's going to be a big. It's going to be a big one night, you know, college weights, right? Big one ninety seven pounder, um, or really small heavyweight. Who do we have that fits the bill coming through? I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't think there's, it's going to be a while. I think he's going to have a stranglehold. I mean, really, the, still his biggest competition is going to be Jaden. But I mean, at this point, it's even it's yeah. t- sort of tough to entertain that match. Um. I mean, can we talk? I I think you. The answer is you don't know. And if the answer is you don't know, then I mean, I don't know what the hell happened to Jaden because it appears as though he was cutting weight normally. Um, and and to what people said, if he would have requested a, a wrestle off delay forty eight hours prior, he would have been granted. But he like Helen, but he did not. Yeah, I think they're. I don't know if it's 48 or what it is, but they want to avoid the Nick Marable situation where you got a yeah. guy that's going to blow weight and just says, hey, I'm um, concussed right. and whatever. Um, so I think that's when that rule got changed, and you might be right. Uh, but he obviously got hurt. He got I, I heard he got hurt the, the morning of. Which Jeez. makes sense. He was totally fine. And, and it makes sense because he was on weight. Yeah, you know, he obviously would have been cutting. So I, I think he got hurt in the drill or something. I, unfortunately, I've all I've heard is rumor. Um, yeah, his mother posted on Facebook. JD's got that pulled up here, but I don't. I don't know. I don't like to read. I don't like to put parents in it. You know, we had that situation with Spencer and another yeah. mother, and I think that was wrong. Yeah, and you know, I obviously hate. Uh, I hate it when Spencer did it, and I hate it when Jaden does it. Um, 
But man, if you're a public figure, and I know some wrestlers like say, like, I don't want to be a public figure. Like, too freaking bad. You are. Right? Mm -hmm. Do an interview. Tell everyone what happened. Explain it to everybody. And move on. Like, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm annoyed the fact that he didn't get in front of a camera and say, here's what happened. It really freaking sucks. I hope you're back next year or whenever he's going to be back. Well, and also, not, not to even boil it down to a Spencer or Jaden conversation, but they, they, they are actively in pursuit of being public figures. They are taking sponsorship yes. money. That's, yeah, they don't, they true. don't mind spending those checks. So you, you got to kind of have that the other side of the coin there. Like, yeah, you, you, you are signing up. You're not like Austin DeSanto. I could be like, all right, I kind of get it. Like, this is a do this just like off social yeah, media, true. totally under the radar. I don't know if he's sponsored by anyone, and. If I would be kind of like he is just like a guy just on this wrestling grind. Uh, uh, you know, his pursuit is different. But the, these guys, yeah. they're you know they're they're sponsored athletes, right? So, but it, yeah, it's it's just kind of where wrestling is. It's in a weird spot. Um, and yeah, so I, I it would be good. I think it'd be good for them. It could be good. good for, yes, it's good for them because otherwise you have. I mean, I said this about Spencer too. If you don't do it yourself. Everyone's going to start guessing and doing rumors and all this other stuff. So it's you might as well just say what freaking happened. Yeah. Hey, here's what happened. This freaking sucks, and I'm going to get better, and I'm going to move on. Like, I just don't understand why that is such a challenging imposition on them. I really, I really can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't try to understand it either. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully in the coming days, weeks, we find out. Or Jaden Jaden kind of comes out and says what what went down there. Um, yeah. But yeah, Kyle, no matches again. Once a, I mean, has he has Kyle Snyder since 2016 um, Olympic trials had a remotely competitive domestic match? I mean, the series well, with Jaden. I mean, yeah. So I guess I meant when I meant when I said series, I kind of meant like a a, a make a team series. Like no, no final no. X, no World Team Trials, no Olympic Trials. It's been remotely competitive. I mean, this guy is just no. so far removed from the field. In reality, it's it's amazing. Yeah. That's he, what I'm he, saying. Who's going to beat him? It's going to be a gonna while. Who's Kale's going to have to come out of retirement. <laughs> Kale's got to say enough's enough. Um, I mean, is Kale 45? If Kyle wants to wrestle to 45, why can't Kale? I don't think Kale is yet 45. <laughs> Um, he's let's see. I would say he's four or five years older than me. He's and forty-three. Forty-three. Okay. Third. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Forty-three. Um, let's go, but, Kale. But, got two years left. <laughs> oh, another. A couple other interesting things. Well, one with with Kyle, he mentioned like, "Hey, I feel I'm not injured. I've had no real injuries. I'm healthy. I feel great." And then yeah. David Taylor mentioned he feels healthier now and stronger now than than he ever has. Um, the and I'm wondering with with David, how much of the longevity one he's learned a lot probably training through the years, but two yeah. he's had a really calculated and super limited competition schedule, and I wonder yeah. how much that's that's helped him. That I'm assuming that helps a lot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, one of the things that I think about is um, I barely I barely wrestle now, like a couple times a week, you know, where I'm actually. Less than that, probably like actually like real wrestling, like four or five times a month, maybe where I'm really competing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't feel my skills are that diminished. Now, obviously, if I want to compete at a world level, I would I would need to compete more than that. But like the grind I was on earlier in my life, I think once skills are developed. So, you know, in the case of David, like he's not going to have to go super hard all that often to maintain a really, really high level of competition. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, you know, you think longevity wise. And I think maybe if we think back, um, you know, 20, 30 years, none of these guys were having longevity. I think one of the reasons was money for sure. Right. Cause there was no money in it. So they had to go get a job or do something else. And, and that has been solved. And I think the other thing is like, yeah, your body can't keep grinding like that, but if you lighten up the schedule and just do things to maintain skills, um, I think like who's going to beat David? Who's going to beat Kyle? Like they can, they can probably keep going for a while. And I think it is, um, it is important that the upper weights because in the UFC statistics, you see like there's that freaking crazy statistic 
I believe it's 170 and below. People who are fighting for a title are like two and 29 or two and 30, something like that. Once you're the age of 35. Yeah. Um, but over, over that weight class, there's been guys who are having a lot of success over Daniel that age. Well. So, um, yeah. you know, I think there's something, yeah. I mean, Daniel Cormier fought till 41, 42. John, I believe is over 35 now. Um, there's been a lot of guys. So there is like a size thing where older guys can mm-hmm. have success as they age, whereas lighter guys, it's very difficult. I wonder what what I'd be curious to learn. I think David maybe made some mention of this, but like how differently is his training? Is he is he practice every day? Does he grind every day? How how does he I don't even think there's no way he grinds every day. Yeah. I'd be so shocked. I wonder how much he's pulled back from that. I, I feel like we'd be almost surprised like how calculated and how differently he probably trains from probably how he did two, three years ago. He Yeah. He didn't give specifics, but in his maybe press conference or it was one mm-hmm. interview he did this weekend, he mentioned how much more of an emphasis recovery is now like how that is a part of his training. Like yeah. how his training is my sauna, my ice bath versus obviously yeah. even just a couple of years ago, like leading up to Olympics, we saw him doing crazy workouts at the lab. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems to be a big part of it as well. But it, I mean, it, he and, and Dake have found incredible longevity as have, has Jordan Burroughs up to this point. Now Jordan is older than them. So, Mm-hmm. Um, there could be a, a, a cliff these guys sure. find. 35 now? 36? Uh, I think he's 35. 35. 35. I mean, it is hard now seeing 34. Like... 34. Oh. But now now that Jordan Burroughs lost the chance, and obviously next year is going to be harder, not easier, right? It's almost hard saying, like, when is Jordan ever going to make a team again? And, you know, it's like we haven't really had that conversation, but it's like he's 34, he's not – Kind of the point I made earlier with Adelaide, it's like he's not going to get younger. Next year's going to be really hard because it's not his ideal weight class. And then by the time he gets back in 2025, now he's he's 36. You know, is he even going to compete in 2025? And no, I he's, think he's, to... he's been really consistent that he's done in 24. Yeah, he's done. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's very possible. We've watched Jordan Burroughs' last match on the world stage. Yes, you know? 100%. Probably only get to watch him one more time domestically. Yeah, because he's qualified. He'll probably do something between now and Olympic trials. You got to figure. Maybe, especially I mean, down at seventy four, or even up if he goes up. Either way, he's got to get a, a match, and you got to do something. Even yeah, maybe they just simulate. You got to do something. So, yeah, we'll see with Jordan. Um, and then we have not yet mentioned uh, Zahid much, but. A great performance by him. He looks like he's going to medal to me. Yeah. And 92 has been a weight class that um, has not been as deep on the world level. Uh, Russia may or may not be there. I think there's a pretty solid chance he gets a medal, which is great for him. Yeah. He looked great. And then Gable, you know, Mason Paris sort of narrowed the gap slightly against Gable Stevenson. Um, that first match, he, get, he got a takedown slightly. Well, he got tacked. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he certainly reduced the number of points Gable scored on him. Was it only like, what was 5 0 or something like that, match one? Match, you know, he's had six. the takedown in match no, six, one. It's like, two, like six, 5 2 or 6 right? 2, yeah. 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 So that was a, that was interesting. What were your thoughts on that match, Ben? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Mason made it a little more competitive, but then at the same time, I don't feel like I ever was. Like, oh, Mason has a chance here. You know, right. It's like Gable's going to be the winner. He's just better. Uh, Mason wrestled a really tough competitive match, but I think Gable's just that good. I'm excited to see him in a couple months at the World Championships. I think Iran is probably the biggest threat at this mm-hmm. point because they have these two guys who are younger, who are really, really good. Um, you know, so who, I don't know, is it Zare? Is it Masumi? Like, who's going to be their guy? I'm not sure, but whoever it is is going to be really good. Uh, if I had to guess right now, it's probably Zare, but that's still TBD. Yeah, I, I'm curious for that. I'm, I'm wondering. Um, 
don't forget, it took an unreal comeback for him to be. I can't wait. I was just going to say, I hope he gets Gino again. I think comparatively, it is going to look so, so different. Um, And I I honestly think he was on the cusp of a potential tech fall in that match, too. He honestly didn't get four. Yeah, and they actually said, hey, we should have called a four here. So, Bro, did you realize Gino's only 29? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> There's no, no way that's real, is it? I, I mean, I was what? thinking like 34, and I just looked it up. His first, when was his first world championship? What's your guess? 17? 13. 2013, he wrestled in Budapest. So... In 2013. So he wrestled at 19, 19 years old in the World Championships. That's why we think he's so old, I guess. Man, I guess so. And also, he kind of also he looks, he looks old. old. <laughs> he does look old. <laughs> so only the two factors of he's been wrestling forever and he looks old have led us to believe he is old. <laughs> <laughs> so he won, he won a gold at the uh, European Cadets in, uh, in 2011. So he wrestled in the Senior and Junior World Championships in 2013 where he won a gold uh, in 13, and then he won a, a bronze at the senior level world championships. Um, wow, I thought he was way older. What a interesting! Piece. So he he's might re- still have another decade. We're talking about these other guys wrestling until 40. He who's might have gonna, another decade. Who's on gonna him. knock him off? Nobody, uh, nobody. Nobody knocking Gino off, but I do think comparatively that that will look different. The only thing that yes. worries me is his parterre defense, yeah. And I was able to get him get on top of Gable. That's true. You have to get on top. Yeah. That's that's a very tough thing to do. As Gable's unofficial coach, I'll say, do not get taken down, Gable. Did you guys realize realize on Wikipedia they're starting to put wrestling records in here? Uh, You know, if you look at an MMA fighter, they have the the MMA record. They're not always complete. They got them as 147 and 8. They're not always complete. Yeah, you think losses. they're incomplete? Some that I have seen are. They don't always. They don't include everyone. They're a lot of them are pretty good, but like randomly they'll just be missing a series or something. He's yeah, never he's lost at Yogu, Golden Grand Prix, all this stuff. I don't think this is right. Hasn't I feel like Taha's definitely lost at Euros before. It says he's won ten gold medals. Yeah, but I'm I'm just like to JD's point. I'm pretty sure he melted down against Gino one time at. Are you thinking about Worlds? No, that's yeah. also happened, but I'll find it after the show. Okay. Um, yeah, so that'd be interesting to see how uh, Gable looks. Um, yeah, very interesting. Extremely. Um, okay. Any other thoughts before we go? Like, how is this team going to do? You know, it's interesting. We're leaving 20. We had 20 medals not make the team at Final X. 10 with That's Jordan. Not oh, my God. Jordan's 10 medals. So crazy. 10, 4 with Gilman, and 6 with Jaden. Of course, Kyle has 8. So if Kyle hadn't made the team, there'd be even more. But that's just a lot of hardware. And, and to Ben's point, uh, you know, we're going to miss Jaden at 92, potentially. Now, I think he's going to do w- really, really well in his stead. But um, if you could pick one, you would probably think, hey, probably Jaden would be the better guy. Um, yeah. But maybe not. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, Nate Nate Jackson took a match from Jaden last year. Maybe he could do it. I feel like the size would be a thing there. But the, the bottom line is, is it's a relatively, comparatively inexperienced team in the most important world championships there are every quad the year before the Olympics. And we have two first-time team members at Olympic weights with Zane Richards and, and Nick Lee. So yeah. it's going to be a really curious test. We could get the incredible benefit of no Russia, no Belarus, which obviously has a huge impact on your on your performance and placing top five at the world. But there, there's an element of, I don't know, um, Nervousness, I would imagine, even though making the team is such a proving ground, it's still going to be curious to see how we can perform with so many new guys. Yeah, I I agree for sure. Okay. Well, 928, we'll get the heck out of here. It's time to go. Um, appreciate you guys 
tuning in. Um, you guys next Monday? We'll be back Monday for sure. Um, yeah. Hope everyone has a great weekend. And uh, we will see you, see you on Monday. More more Final X content to come. Junior duels going down right now. Oh, baby. Wisconsin's going to... Oh, yeah, I meant to say. Wisconsin, we're bringing a bunch of savages. We're going to win the junior duels. We never won the damn junior duels. Come on. I, this Are you weekend, going? Are you going? No, I'm not going. I'm going on a family camping trip. I went to 16 year duels. We're winning. Team Iowa ran up. You 16, they're going to run it back. You 20. Virginia. Shut up. You Virginia. Tw- it's not you 20. It's junior. Virginia all day. Junior. I don't think Virginia's going to do that well, Christian. Oh. <laughs> okay. Clip that. It's going to happen. Wisconsin's going to win. We, we're, we're getting savages everywhere. All right, savages. Thank you, savages. See you Monday. Have a great weekend. Have fun camping. I'm going to be bragging on Monday. JD, get ready for it. Wisconsin Junior Duel Champion. Let's go. Let's go. See you guys. Thank you.